0: Shall not return unto me void. And so it goes on to say in that passage that the Word of God will fulfill exactly what it was is sent to do. And so I believe this, guys, when you read right there that he said that, that so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth," I believe it's very, very important for me and you to begin to speak the word of God out of our mouth. You know, uh, Genesis 1.26, it said we are created in God's likeness and His image. So if this is what Father God did, then I believe we ought to get a hold of this. Start speaking the word out of your mouth on a daily basis. And get that word in your mouth. And that's what I want to talk to you a little bit about here tonight. Begin with me in Romans chapter 10 and look at verse number 8. But what does it say? The word is near you. Where at? In your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. One translation says that's the word of faith that welcomes God into our work. And so right here, when I look at the word faith here, he said that we preach the word of faith. He didn't just say we preach the word. He said we preach the word of faith. We can preach the Word, guys, but something happens when we mix it with faith. That we got to start believing it. Now, once again, what's the object of faith? The object of faith is the Word of God. It's always been the Word of God. Now, this passage right here is cross-referenced into Deuteronomy 30.14. It says, get the Word in your mouth and in your heart so you can do it, so you can obey it. Now, pay close attention right there what he said. Get the word. The word becomes near when you get it in your mouth and in your heart. Once I start getting it in my heart, man, that's where I become fully convinced. Keep reading here. Verse 9. That if you confess with your mouth. Now, that word confess right there, it's an important word there. It, It means or it confirms what we believe the, the word confess means that we begin to get in agreement with the things of God. And so it's very important that I confess the word. That if you confess with what? Your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, we, we appropriate the word of God by heart belief, and we seal it with the mouth Confession. Now, when you look at what he says right here, this confession and this heart believing is exactly how the kingdom of God keeps operating. And it keeps operating. Every aspect of the kingdom of God takes place just like salvation. How does salvation take place? You confess with your mouth and you believe with your heart. Keep reading here, verse number 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness... Now, with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And so once again, you begin to see. And part of the way I get saved is i got to speak the word of God out of my mouth. i got to say and confess Jesus is Lord and Savior. And then guess what happens? Something happens in my heart. And when my heart and my, my mouth collide, i tell you, the things of God start happening. Every single time. Now... The words that come out of my mouth and the words that come out of your mouth are direct indicators of what's in your heart. How do you know that? Well, that's that's Matthew twelve thirty four. It says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you want to locate where you're at, just listen to the words that are coming out of your mouth and you'll find out if faith is or faith isn't. I've said this many times. This is something I did years and years ago, but I understood the power of the words in my mouth, the confession. So we we said this, me and Shelly, to each other. If one of us ever says anything that doesn't agree with the Word of God out of our mouth, the other one has a right to correct us. And so there were times I would just pop off and say stuff, and she would say, is that what you're believing? Well, no. But once again, the direct indicator of, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so it is very, very important that I get the word in my mouth. You want to raise the standard in your life? Begin to speak the word. Begin to speak the word. Speak the word for health in your body. Find scriptures. Matthew 8, 17, begin to speak that over your body. Begin to speak. You want to raise the standard in your marriage? Begin to speak the Word of God over your marriage. You want to raise the standard with your children? Begin to speak the Word of God over them. Quit calling those things are and and begin to say what the Bible says about them. You want to raise the standard with some of your bad habits? Start speaking the Word of God. Start speaking now. Look with me in the book of Matthew, or Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter number 11. And this is very, very famous right here. This is a passage that we go to numerous times, but I believe we really need to see some things here tonight. I've got to get the word in my mouth. I've got to begin to speak it. Mark chapter 11. Verse, oh, let's just start in verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. The Amplified says, constantly have faith. One translation says, have the God kind of faith. Now, this whole passage, you're really starting in about verse 12. It's all a passage on our faith. Right here, when Jesus says, have the God kind of faith, I believe he's telling to me and you the importance of faith. Remember Hebrews eleven six says without faith it's impossible to please God. So right here, Jesus is stressing the importance of faith to us. Have you ever figured out this, that in the New Testament, everything is associated with faith? Everything you're ever going to receive, in the, it's going to come by faith. So I better understand how faith works. Now look what Jesus says in verse number 23. For surely I say to you, that whoever says or speaks to this mountain. Now once again, he's, he's addressing the area of faith. Actually Romans 17 says, the just shall live by faith. The just don't visit faith, but we live by faith. And so right here, Jesus has given us a tidbit here, or an insight on faith. And he says, that whoever sa- will say to this mountain... Now look real close of what he's talking about here. Whoever will say to this mountain, what do you think you ought to be speaking to the mountain? I believe he's telling us here that you've got to begin to speak by faith to the mountain. Now what is faith a byproduct of? The Word of God. How do I know that? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So the more the Word of God I hear, the more faith I have. So he's beginning to tell you this here. Once you start getting a hold of the Word of God, begin to speak the Word of God by faith to what? To the mountain. To the mountain. Now look what he goes on to say. And say to the mountain, Be removed and be cast in the sea, and does not doubt in his heart. But he believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Now right here, Jesus didn't say to ignore the mountain. He didn't say to fear the mountain. He said for us to speak to the mountain by faith. Now once again, I believe this, guys. You've got to begin to find the Scriptures, the Word of God. And i got to get over and I start believing the Word of God. Now remember in Romans 10, 8, 9, and 10 that we just read. He said the Word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. Once again, right here, he says something. That you begin to speak the word to the mountain. And then the last part, and he says, whoever believes those things, he says. So once again, I believe this, that he's showing us that if you'll start speaking the word of God in your life and keep speaking it and keep speaking it, and keep speaking it, there's going to become a faith that's going to begin to rise on the inside of you. And once again, just speak the word. I'm, I promise you guys, there's times in my own life that I begin to speak the Lord of God, and at the time I spoke it, when I first started doing, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I just began to say it, and I just began to say it. And to be honest with you, when I first started speaking, I didn't believe it. But I kept speaking the Word, I kept speaking the Word, and I found things, once again, that, that appropriated for the things I was going through in my life. I found Scripture. Once again, I'm going to use illustrations in my own life as far as even with my sleep. I had that horrible sleep at night. I knew this, guys, that wasn't God's will for me to sleep bad at night. So I found Scripture over and over and over and over and over. Where? Um, Psalm 127.2 is a good one. So once again, I begin to confess the Word of God out of my mouth. What does that say? He gives His beloved sweet sleep. So when I begin to speak that out of my mouth, At first, I didn't believe it. I saw the Scriptures. But I kept speaking it. And I kept speaking it. Now guys, this lines up with the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the Word of God. It didn't say who you had to hear. So you begin to speak the Word. Begin to speak those Scriptures. And begin to keep speaking them. And guess what? Before long, faith will begin to take root in you. Now let me ask you some question here. What are your mountains tonight? Just think about that in your own life right now. What what is the mountains in your life? It could be totally different for every one of us in here. Let me ask you the second question. What are you speaking to those mountains? What are you speaking to them? Are you speaking the word of God to the mountains? See, I believe that so many times. You know what happens with us as human beings? We may start speaking the word out of our mouth. But when things don't happen on our timetable, we start speaking our feelings. We start speaking our circumstances. You know what we say a lot of times? Well, this is how I feel. Well, the Bible didn't say that we're to speak what we're to feel. We speak the word of God and we keep speaking the word. Now look what he goes on to say in verse 24. This is Jesus' words. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. When my asking and my praying are based on the Word of God. Very important that you begin to find Scripture. That gives you a a reason, that gives you root, that gives you substance for what you're praying for, okay? Find Scripture and begin to pray it. And so what ultimately happens, guys, is there's a thing called praying, there's a thing called saying, and there's a thing called doing. And when I pray, I say, and I do, it'll change your life. It'll change you from being negative to positive. It'll change you from living a life to a a life of death to a life of victory. It'll change your whole, whole situation. But I gotta stay with the Word of God. Keep speaking the Word of God. Keep, keep, keep looking at the Word and saying, this is what the Bible says. This is what the Word of God says. Now go back with me in the book of Romans again, back to chapter four. Romans chapter four. I want you to see some things in here I believe that are going to help you tonight that are going to get on the inside of you. Every one of us, guys, in life, you're going to have mountains. See, here's here's the thing that that I always believe for all my life. Am I speaking to the mountains or the mountains speaking to me? And many times that's what we begin to do. Begin to speak to the mountains. Romans chapter 4. I'm going to start in verse number uh, 17. Romans 4 verse 17. It says this, as it is written. Now I want you to highlight that part right there. As it is written, it's very important that everything you base your life on, a, on a, as a believer comes from this book right here. As it is written, once again, anytime I can, and I can tell the devil certain scripture, I can always tell him it's finished. Right here is what? This is my title deed. This is my proof. See, you can always say, because the Bible says so. I'm saved. Why? Because Romans 10, 9 and 10, the Bible says so. So this is my title deed right here. Now, he, he highlights that here. He said, as it is written, I, Father God, have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed God, who gives life to the dead. And God calls those things which did not exist as though they did. Now, notice this verse didn't say that God calls those things that are as though they don't exist. He calls those things that don't exist as though they do exist. Now, what is calling? When he begins to talk about God calls, that's his speaking, that's his saying. So what was God calling and what was God speaking? What did verse 17 start with? As it is written. So I believe this right here, that God began to speak the written word of God, and that's the logos. When I speak the word of God, that becomes the rame. You know what the Ram is? The spoken word. The spoken word. So right here, guess what God does? He begins to call those things that don't exist, as though they did exist. Now some of you would say, well, that's lying. No, 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 wait a minute. It may not exist in this physical realm, but it does exist in the realm of the spirit realm because right here the Bible says it does. So once again, i got to find the Word of God. i got to find the Word of God. And once I get a hold of the Word of God, what does the Word of God begin to do? It begins to paint a picture on the inside of me. Now, when you read Romans 4.17 and it says, He calls those things that don't exist as though they do. You know what that is? That's Mark eleven twenty three. 23. You know what he's doing right here? He's speaking to the mountain. He's speaking to the mountain. Now this is what Father God did. Keep reading here with me. Verse number 18. Who contrary to hope, contrary to ordinary human expectations, what he's talking about, who contrary to hope, in hope, in his hope, his expectation, was in that God would fulfill his promise of his word. Who contrary to hope, in hope, he believed so that he became the father of many nations, listen to this, according to what was spoken. Once again, what was the substance here? According to what was spoken. What was spoken, the written word. Once I begin to speak the word over my life, get ready. Now now look what takes place here in verse 19. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old. Now this was talking about Abraham. You know what one translation says about him? He was as good as dead. Now he's not—he's a hundred and it goes on to say, And the deadness of Sarah's womb. When this took place right here, Abraham's a hundred. And Sarah's 90. And everything says, he's good as dead, and her womb is dead. Now think about this. God looks at this guy who's, who's two days older than dirt, and this woman whose bones are all cracked and about to break, and he looks at her and him and says, I call those things that don't exist as though they do. Now look what happens in the very next verse, what goes on. And Abraham, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. He didn't waver at He didn't question it. When God said this, he believed it, but he was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Now, what is the strength in faith? How does that happen? The Word will reinforce your faith. How's that? Man, I just keep speaking the Word, and I keep believing the Word, and I keep standing on the Word of God. And it's not based on my feelings. It's not based on my circumstances. It's based entirely on the Word of God. So here's the deal. I got to find scriptures that pertain to what's going on in my life. And when I find scriptures, I begin to speak to those mountains in my life. And guess what? I just keep speaking. And I keep speaking. And ultimately, I'm calling those things that don't exist as though they do what would happen, guys, even, even in, our, in our lives, if we would quit speaking the problem and start speaking the Word? I think we would begin to see huge changes in our life. And so in saying that, and to, to each one of you tonight, I say this, that don't give up on the Word. Don't give up on the seeds you've planted. Don't ever give up on the Word, guys. Just keep speaking the Word and keep speaking the Word. And remember what Isaiah fifty-five eleven says, it can't return void. Don't give up on this seed. Don't give up on the Word of God. Actually, I believe just as Abraham and Sarah were pregnant and they received that by faith, guys, I believe many of you in here tonight, you're pregnant with the Word of God. You're pregnant with seeds of the Word of God. Don't give up on them. This is one of the things the Lord began to speak to me that many times in our lives, when things don't happen for us overnight, when they don't happen in the first week, the first two weeks, we give up on the seed. Many of you, I believe, are pregnant tonight with a dream. Stuff you've dreamed about for years of your life. i am tell you, don't give up. Hold fast to the Word of God. Keep standing on the Word of God. We stand on the Word and we stand on the Word. When do we get a quit, Pastor? We don't. We just keep standing on the Word of God until it brings it to fruitation. And then we thank you, Lord. Thank you. He gave glory to God, guys, before he ever received it in the natural. You know why? Because when he heard what God spoke over him, he received it. He said, thank the Lord. Now, I'm going to give you a couple, couple of illustrations in the natural realm. Just things. They're just things. And I can't believe in God for when me and Shelly got married, we got married at a real, 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 real young age. Real young. And so we went on a honeymoon and it wasn't, you know, much of a honeymoon at the time. We thought it was great, but it wasn't much. And so for there was there was times in my life I, I said, Lord, I want to take Shelly on a great honeymoon. I want to take her somewhere great. And so I just begin to believe God, and I just begin to say, "I thank you, Father God. You give me the desires of my heart." Remember, He said there, in Mark eleven twenty four: "Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe you receive them, and you'll have them." So I said, "I just thank you, Father God." You know, we'd been married over twelve years, and that became reality. That became reality that I was able to take her on a honeymoon somewhere that was wonderful. Now it didn't happen overnight. I just kept believing God. And, I kept, and it wasn't something I got on my knees on a daily basis. Oh, God. No, just periodically I'm looking and I would say, Thank you, Father God, you're working on my behalf. I remember when my kids were growing. My, my kids were a little bitty. We didn't have nothing. And I dreamed on taking them on great vacations. It didn't happen in the first year, and it didn't happen in the second year. But I kept thinking, Father God, I want my children to have great memories. Now these are things in the natural, but God wants us to have things in the natural. Just like He wants every one of us to be saved. He wants you to be blessed while your time's here on earth. You know, this is, this is a situation that happened in that, that my wife had entered a contest. Now one, it was like a Tuesday morning at 6 in the morning, the phone rang. And this guy asked for my wife and I thought, who in the world is calling me here at this time? So I give my wife the phone and all of a sudden she says, yes, this is me, yes, this is me. And then she gives out a kind of a, a happy yell and I think, what's going on? So she gets off the phone and she said, you remember that that uh, thing I entered that grand prize drawing I entered? And I said, yeah. And she said, I just want it. And I said, what is that? And she said, our whole family gets to go to Disney World for five days. And this is the Jewish blood in me. I said, what's the catch? And she said, all our airfare paid. We stay on a Disney resort. She said, "Each one of us get five passes to every theme park." She said, "For breakfast, every one of us get fifteen dollars. For lunch, every one of us get twenty-five dollars. For dinner, every one of us get fifty dollars." My kids would say, "Daddy, can we have a, a dessert? Get anything you want. Yeah, anything you want. I got Mickey money. It you ain't know, no thing." That didn't happen, guys. Immediately. But we kept believing God and we kept speaking the Word. And I remember a time in my life when I needed a good job. And we begin to get in agreement. We begin to pray. And we stood on the Word of God. And you know, about three, four, five years later it happened. And some of you are pregnant with dreams right now. Guys, I graduated from Bible school when I was 21 years old. And I never walked into that calling or that fulfillment of the ministry like I knew in my heart. Until I was 40. 19 years later. But I never gave up on that dream. I just kept on thinking, I thank you, Father God. You're going to use me. You're going to birth the very thing that I know in my heart. And see, some of you, you've debated on, do I give up? Don't quit on the Word. Don't quit on the seed. Just keep on believing God. I remember, guys, when I lived in a, in a little, 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 little bitty two-bedroom trailer house, that when you went down the hallway, only one of you could come down the hallway at the same time. I'm serious. And it was up on Shoot'em Up Boulevard, man, I'm telling you. In the summertime, the, the A.C. was a swamp cooler, and guess what you had to do? You had to go out there with the garden hose and squirt it down. And you know what? That was our first home. And I begin to say, Father God, I I know it's your desire to prosper me and bless me. And we begin to believe God for a home. And God's what you see where I live right now, I didn't start out there. I just can't believe in God. And I know I'm giving you illustration of things, and I don't want to, to, to paint a picture that it's just about things. I believe God for the things of joy and peace, the things of the Spirit too. All oh, rise up in me. But some of you, you've had dreams about things you wanted to do in life. Well, I'm too old. you know, older than able us. Huh? I mean, that's why I believe this is in here. Don't quit. Don't quit on your dream. Don't quit on the seeds of the Word of God. Just keep allowing those things to rise and keep speaking the Word of God. And I said, thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. But I can say this to you tonight. Many people want what you have, but they don't want to start where you started. And many people want to have what you have, but they don't want to give what you've given to get there. And I know different situations in this church. I've seen how people have have worked the kingdom of God and lived by faith. I can tell you story after story right here of ones that said, we're going to serve God. We're going to serve God. And I don't know if Andy and Linda are here tonight. I remember... When he didn't have nothing really but the Word of God. When he told me he first started tithing when he was in prison. Seventy-five cents. And he said, Pastor, when I bought my wife a new car here a year or two ago, he said, I paid cash. And I didn't say, that's not fair. You know what I said to him? And I said, you hold your head up high. Don't let people make you feel guilty. And you know what? I, I remember 10 years ago when one of our board members, Mark Groom, went and met with me and he said to me, he said, Pastor, I got $53 to my name. He said, I want to sow 50 of it into the kingdom. And he said, I'm going to keep $3 just to keep my checking account open. And he hung on to that. And he hung on to that. And some of you have seen where Mark and Penny live. But you don't know where they've came. But you know what I do realize? They hung on to the Word of God. They hung on to a seed. And they said, this is what God said. And so I encourage you tonight. Begin to call those things that be not as though they are. Begin to speak to the mountains and begin to look and say, this is what the word of God said. And I'm going to hang on to, I'm going to live this way. And it'll happen.